Warning, this podcast may contain adult content or language. It also might contain content that could be seen from others as uncomfortable or upsetting due to personal reasons. If that is the case, then please proceed with caution or stop the video as we at the table are comfortable in most circumstances. This is a safety blanket meant for all individuals watching these episodes as it is unclear what story content will be displayed. Hope you enjoy the story. Hello everyone, welcome back to Double Time, where a pair of individuals create a story through nothing, more or less. Yes, like last time where we forgot that there was a fourth person. <laughs> it happens, mm-hmm. uh, don't mm-hmm. worry about that, yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoops, may have found that out, yeah, you know, like five minutes towards the end. Oh well, yep. before we go into the recap... I want to say, if you're ever interested in tabletop RPGs and you want to know a little bit about them before going to look at them or purchase them yourself, check out RPG League at their landing page, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. They have reviews set out for all sorts of different tabletop RPGs, like like uh, White Wolf and Star Wars, Pathfinder. It's not just D&D. And they also have fan-nominated tournaments nearby in certain locations, so if you're able to be a local go and check them out because it's tons of fun i've seen videos and uh pictures of winners and such there's prizes everything of the sort so go check them out at their landing page at www.rpgleague.com and you'll be able to figure out what's going on from there so so where we last left off is in a mystical world known as Waterdeep. oh Waterdeep. in a a mystical zone Known as the Marketing District. District. Oh, marketing District. <laughs> gear. We went shopping. Yes. <laughs> there was lots of shopping last episode. And before all the shopping, the reason why we were going shopping was we went to that meeting for the secret kind of job offer and followed in the man that gave us the semi-offer to a staircase that was a trap door that then led to a cave passage that led into an open room kind of war scenario. Discussing with the individuals that were there, they were having issues with a group called the Magi, a magically oriented militia slash terroristic group that has been ravaging the country and is at risk of traveling to a different continent. As such, they would lose sight of them jurisdiction as well as all sorts of different rights that they would be able to do it just ultimately become more difficult to find them and they have been a nuisance and potentially could be worse <clears throat> as a result we would be traveling to a city in Longwint or uh, Longwater it is nearby a few other landmarks but we are meant to be a cusp that's part of a net more or less to try to catch them as they travel through so, as a result, we went shopping. Lots of shopping happened. Lots of buying, and lots of lots of shopping. We got hey, very valuable and this. important materials, weapons, armor potentially, a shield for free because of the armor, more or less. Because of nothing else, no, just the armor that was being purchased. No, nothing else of the sort happened. Yep. Him. Um, and as a result, they switched places while shopping. And they swapped buying things. Not a huge switch ordeal nope. that occurred that time. 
However, an ordeal did occur. During the shopping ordeal, in search of uh, magical ritualistic magic and uh, a way to add that to her spell tome, she came across an individual selling them for absurdly cheap price. Uh, through a little bit of some magical means, determined that they that this individual was extremely powerful in the arcane arts and had magic emanating like in her, more or less. There was illusory magic and necromancy. As a result, trying to dispel it, it did not work. And she then threatened us to leave, but through some coercion, was able to successfully take the spell scrolls that were offered to us and some ink. Running off to go buy other things, coming back, found out that she is not there. Investigating it, finding no substance, went to find a guard who was potentially nearby, who then told them that they did not see us talking to anyone. Did not see a transaction, nothing of the sort, yet we still had them. So, as a result, went to go find an individual known as Margaret, who supposedly owns that store, ran to the government building found the same man that gave us the job offer, talked to them, they planned out something, but in a sudden spark of inspiration, they went into the underground room and told them of the potential threat that this individual might be part of the Magi. Some discussion happened, and they left to go prepare themselves to sleep and go on their adventure with uh, the... the the relief of the circumstances here as now they have eyes keeping close eye and watching for this individual that might be in disguise after we changed our face in front of them as well Mm -hmm. kind of hiding but beside the point so Jester yes you are sitting at a round table in the yawning portal with Barst, uh, Amy, and Mary all eating some food and politely discussing. You just finished discussing about um, who would be piloting the cart as we had agreed to do it ourselves. Excellent. Anna always signing us up for stuff that we have never done. That is my job. To be somewhat <sighs> responsible. You? <laughs> Chalet perks up. What else are we uh, planning? Uh, nothing. I don't think. Alright, well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to have some trouble sleeping tonight because I am excited to leave. Eris pitches in. She's probably going to fall asleep, I'd say, maybe in a few minutes by the time she hits the bed. I just... Okay. Go ahead. No, that's... No. Go to bed, I guess. Yeah. Eris uh, stands up along with Chalet. We're going to go to bed, and we'll be seeing you in the morning. Barst is there, kind of finishing some food that they didn't finish. (laughs) Hungry, are we? I haven't eaten... Food hasn't really tasted like anything to me for a very 
very long time. That's, this that's reasonable. Amazing. Well, you look very happy. I'm just glad that I can taste something. So, once I finish these, then I will probably also get some rest. I see. Strange having to actually sleep a lot more. You can feel your body actually kind of getting exhausted. Yeah, we've been up for quite a while ourselves. We're, uh, we're probably gonna go to bed pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. For what it's worth, I'm glad you're coming with us. I'm glad that I can come along. Gotta repay what, uh, what you did for me to begin with. Yeah, you don't owe us anything. Well, then I'm gonna be accompanying some friends. That's that sounds better. <laughs> I get off as the... he then just dips into the lamb that's in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> so you stand up. Yeah, I stand up and just head upstairs. Get a key, rent a room, I guess, and head upstairs. We still have our key. Oh, we do, don't we? Yeah, we still have our yeah. key from the room. I, yep, yeah. you head in. Room looks the same as it did before. Oh. Rather lavish and pretty nice. I close the door and lock it. Okay, yeah, easy enough to... Close. <gasps> Anna. Are you, are you ready to begin? To begin what? Our new, new life. Yeah. We, we've made some bad mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and some of them recent. You say it so casually. It doesn't weigh on you at all. I mean, been doing it for so many years, it's, uh, difficult to feel something from it, but change has been occurring. Yeah. Are... Are you sure we're good people? Or are we just bad people pretending to be good? I think... okay people we were bad but experienced bad ourselves and as a result don't desire the same experience so we've been slowly and I mean slowly changing hmm We've, we can't change a full lifestyle in the blink of an eye, but slow progress is something. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, Anna, or should I say bestie, I assume you're my best friend. I don't really have any friends other than those we three. We have three, yeah. We have, um, six? I suppose, technically, yeah. That's six friends that we didn't have before. Six more than we've ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes, bestie. He 
do a little <laughs> little giggly dance. <laughs> I'm excited to start a new life. Yeah. Let's uh let's 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 try to do some good for once. I think what we're doing is gonna start that. Hopefully. But yes. Well, we'll have plenty of time to discuss about it on the road. Oh, I always forget that I'm trapped with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Enjoy your sleep. That don't say it like that. That's pretty fucking creepy, Anna. Hmm. <laughs> Enjoy your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weirdo. <sighs> I, I just kind of like dive onto the bed and just sleep face down. Oh yeah, it's. It's been a very long time. And I mean excruciatingly long time since you've slept on a bed that has oh. been comfortable. Because <clears throat> the last time you've slept in a bed was before hell. So it's been a week. But a oh. week in hell is equivalent to probably a few years of, of feeling. Oh. So... The moment you kind of fall face first into this lavish bed, the cloth hits you, and you're almost expecting to just sink into it. Almost like it's just like a pool of water, and you're just laying on top of it. It's heavenly. The smell of the cloth is fresh and steamed. It's perfect. And you fall asleep nearly instantaneously. Yes, yes, please. I can go for a comfy bed right now. My god. (laughs) I mean, you're tired. No, I just want to be comfortable. As you sleep, there's this feeling of anxious anxiety welling up know these feelings all too well how dare you (laughs) it's slowly deteriorating as you sleep and slumber and you sleep a dreamless night that feeling of anxiety kind of flows through you and washes out into the comfort of your bed as you wake up the next morning the Mm. sun is just barely rising something is wrong (laughs) you can make an inside check that feels like a premonition. I don't like that at all. With that roll, though, probably not. That's a six. Um, what are you trying to gleam from from this, by the way? Where the anxiety is coming from. Okay. Um, it could be that the food has just hit you, and you kind of have to really use the restroom. So you feel that pressure kind of building in your in your uh, lower intestine. Oh, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> but um, it also could be the fact that you've actually slept somewhere comfortable instead of having to feel that presence in hell for the first time in a week. That could it's, be. It's really it's really difficult to kind of ascertain where that anxiety is building up from. Oh, I feel fine though. Other than I have to take a nasty shit somewhere. There is a there's a there's a bedpan. Okay, I take care of business and I leave. Okay, yeah. Quickly and quietly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, heading out of the room, 
you uh, can spot your three friends are there. Chalet's hair is a little bit tasseled and just kind of like in a puffball in certain portions of it. She's just kind of like looking there at the breakfast food that's at the table, pecking at certain portions of it. Kind are, of you rocking a new, are you rocking a new hairdo here? The, uh, the afro suits you. She looks up. She can see her eyes that are under her, or the uh, bags that are under her eyes are kind of massive. I recoil in fear. <laughs> I just need my food. I just need uh-huh. to wake up. Uh-huh. Eris is there in her normal attire and hair's kind of been done. Totally looks like Eris rather than the monstrosity that Shalei has become. <laughs> Are you sure we killed the right hollow person? <laughs> I, I feel like I did, yeah. Insight but... check. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. A nine. You have no idea. <laughs> Got my eye on you. <laughs> um, Barst is also there. Uh, he's finished his food. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, after eating, you get a nice, good breakfast in. The uh, bartender comes by, sits down a table, or sits down a plate of uh, what looks to be egg, uh, some cooked pork belly with uh, sprinklings of what looks to be almost like sugar sugar substance on top of it, and um, a very fresh-looking apple alongside it. Sounds fucking amazing right now. Holy shit. Oh. Bacon and eggs. <laughs> so good. Solid, solid breakfast. Um... But yeah, you finish your food. Right. Chalet stretches out. She puts down her arms, kind of like pushes the hair down, and it forms into her normal hairstyle. <sighs> that was delicious. So, wow. you said you had something to do? Needed to pick up a few things? She went from Mirror B to Misty in like two seconds. That's amazing. <laughs> mirror B. Play him so bad. <laughs> me and me and me and Jake are gonna be working on making that afro. Yes. We have two different plans. This is a little bit unorthodox. We'll go over that later. Right. <laughs> Anyways, so what are you doing? Oh well, friends, it has been quite the thirty minutes that I've been awake, but I have to go get my commission. And, uh, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing that we had commissioned. Unless you want yes. to go in search of anything else, or... Anything. I might commit some grand theft again. <laughs> no, we have to Chester. go. We have to leave. I am a good person. I do good things only. I dry heave a little bit. Good thoughts. <laughs> good, good feelings. Good thoughts. You feel that uh, sugary bacon kind of pushing upwards, and you're just like, mm. This ain't helping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just not going to think about it. Just just not going to think about it. Okay, I'm going. Goodbye. Yep, yep. So, easily enough, you they they you separate. They explain that they're going to go get the... Go and find where they need to be, the cart, more or less, and they'll flag you down once you approach in the northeastern gate. Okay. Um, so you make your way to the blacksmith, and you can see the, uh, smithy seems to be open. 
the passage or the gateways rather than more like arches than actual like doorways they're wide open you can see the gold dragonborn is there and what looks to be a cooling metallic stand it has this green everlescent kind of armor on that is uh that has what looks to be a hammer almost crushing a, a rose but they're just separated enough to where they're not uh not obstructed by each other oh yes beautiful um the metal seems to be nearly fully uh cooled it looks like it uh, like that that feeling of uh fresh cloth coming out of a dryer kind of heat oh yes uh is and... the blacksmith woman in here Yep, you can see that she actually has what looks to be a, a hammer coming up and down on top of like a, um, a, a different shield, it looks like. It's just kind of like a, it looks to be like it would be a buckler of sorts. It doesn't seem nearly completed, but uh, she's going down, just pssst, pssst, pssst. I uh, step up to the counter and just kind of lean on it. Uh, after a few moments of just pssst, pssst, she takes her, the metal tongs and dips it in some water and just pssst whole room kind of fills with steam oh you're here I'll get that for you in just one second and she kind of just like puts the, the two prongs into a latch more or less and it keeps the shield submerged here it is and she kind of picks it up and it's pretty hefty in size but um, she lifts it with almost no ease or with, with full ease and just kind of places it on top of the counter towards you that is a extremely, exceptionally beautiful set of armor. I am beyond impressed. She rests an arm over it, almost like she's putting over the shoulder of a friend. Well, um, it was a lot of work, but I'm glad you like it. This uh, design is pretty different. What's it supposed to mean, anyways? Uh, mm, I knew two people before I first started out, and they... Well, you won't believe me, of course. One of them was a lawyer, and one had a thing for the entertaining arts. Hmm. Well, two very, uh, different people, I'd say. Oh, well. Extremely. Not my point to judge, but it was what you wanted, and I think that yeah. I nailed it. Looks it looks outstanding. Thank you. I'm glad that I could do something like this. It's always fun when someone's excited about my work. So, if you need anything else, you know where you'll find me, but I'm sure you'll be off on your adventure soon. We are leaving pretty quick, actually. Oh. Well, um... I hope to see you again, Jester. It will be a splendid day. I take the armor, and I say goodbye and leave. Alright. She gives you a brief kind of like a three-finger point and uh, goes back to her work with the shield. Three-fingered point. Like the like the okay type of deal, like a wave with oh, uh, pointing the, the her index finger from her head and then just like puts them out. I see. Sort of deal. I understand. Okay. So right. you have this mithril armor. Are you donning it? Well, I'll put it on when I'm with people who can help me put it on, because okay. this is 
risky business to be doing this in the middle of the street. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so you're carrying it, and the initial weight of it looked like it would be extremely heavy. This is very light. It's probably lighter than what you're currently wearing, which is impressive because it is substantially bigger and thicker, as well mm. as much more durable. Interesting. Okay, well, I'm going to put it in the bag because I don't want to be. That's fair. It is still fairly large. Yeah. After measurements and everything. I don't want to be caught unawares and have this brand new suit of armor stolen that we bought with stolen funds. <laughs> okay. Uh, make a make a perception check. Perception check. Oh, fuck, here they come. Sixteen? <laughs> Sixteen? Uh, okay. Uh, giving a general glance around as you're kind of under threat of, you know, two things, being arrested and the woman that you have seen slash not seen you give a glance as that stand was directly across from this stand mm -hmm. you see plenty of guards and um, two of the figures of that five person group that uh, are over by the stall I see okay I uh I do not head over as I was told not to not to bother. Okay. And I head towards the northeastern gate. Okay. Making your way there takes about 15 minutes or so as uh, you came from the more uh, eastern to go the uh, western and now you're going northeastern. So it takes you about 15 minutes or so to get there. But um, eventually you do approach and the gate itself is less of like a gate because there's no city walls surrounding Waterdeep. But um, it's a lot larger of a gap of buildings than it is in normal locations. So it has been referred to as a gate for that reason. <clears throat> Approaching it, you can tell that it is easily the more nicer vicinity of the city. A lot richer folks seem to be walking around. Um, luxury horses are there pulling on a carriages through portions of the city several of the buildings themselves also have very fine design to the wood and the stonework and masonry oh very good um roll a uh roll a perception check oh fuck here they come again <laughs> uh 17 okay um you spot barst your fr and your uh, two friends as well anna and or not anna uh Mary and Amy. Adam? No, not Mary and Amy. <laughs> fucking Chalet and Eris. There you I was, go. I was reading, I was reading uh, the split mind feature and saw Anna, and that's why I read it and just spoke out loud. <laughs> I need to get this off my page so I stop looking at these. Um, oh, fuck, but now I'm just going to see Margaret and Izith. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just going to look away from my computer. So you see your friends. They seem to be on a cart. The cart itself is um, pretty attuned to, like, or accustomed to, like, a wagon of sorts. It has three wheels, um, kind of like a tricycle does, and uh, one horse pulling it. Interesting. Uh, I see you've already found our wagon. Yeah, it was, um, it was easily placed here. We met and spoke to 
the, um, the, the, what was his name again? It was, um, uh, Adam. Adam was here. Oh, yes. Did he have uh, his family with him? No, he, he was here by himself. Damn it. <laughs> I just noticed that you put Adam's family fucking there. Someday <laughs> I I'm gonna meet oh Adam's my family. God. I just got the fucking reference now. Oh, seriously? I did. Just oh. now. I Dude. When you even told me when I made <laughs> the character, you, I now, oh my god, you are such a turd. <laughs> Making the stupid joke. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's funny. It's super funny. Good. Do you, do you have a family? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get that at the time. Oh. Ugh. I've never been so disappointed in there. Ah, uh, that's not true. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, you have your cart, your horse. The horse looks to be um, very well-maintained. It's been fed. It's been groomed. It has very solid hoof work and is um, clearly meant for far distance travel which you are undergoing good great I love traveling that's all we have done <laughs> <laughs> yes but this is continental or uh, country travel that's even worse <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah you know those treks in the, in the car ride for 7 to 8 hours mm, this is gonna uh. feel like nothing well, I hope everybody listening is ready for Road Trip 2.0. Yeah, 17 sessions, here we go. To, yeah, have you been paying attention to the Great Gods War? The entire <laughs> recordings up to this point has been mostly on the road. <laughs> it's done, though. The road work has been maintained, and they are now in the city. <clears throat> I'm glad someone maintains the roads. But yes, it's time to get going. We have places to be. Yes, so after some brief conversation... You take the reins, and you sit oh. down at the front of the wagon. It is uh, yes. very different than you initially thought, as the horse kind of sits a little bit taller than you, so it makes it a little bit difficult to initially view beyond it. But that's just the length, the initial angle of the road that you're on, as from the top, it kind of dips downwards to kind of lay into the, the sea. So, eventually, you just make a... Just make a a quick animal handling check. I've sailed a boat with three people. This can't be that hard. No, no, it's not hard, but you haven't dealt with animals. <laughs> That's a not one. <laughs> that was the one, the one thing, Mason. <laughs> Watch your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so... You're like, I've seen these in stories, and I know what I'm doing here. Yeah! Ah, uh, shit. The horse doesn't seem to move. Instead, <clears throat> the horse's uh, tail just kind of like whips left and right as this very powerful odor begins <laughs> to <just> smell <laughs> upwards. Everyone in the cart just like, oh god! Ugh, Barris is like, this is what smelling is like? My god, why? I just deadpan stare him in the face, and I, <laughs> I, I, I offer him the reins. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Bars takes the reins and uh, just kind of he'll make an animal handling check. He got a natural twenty. So. <laughs> Fine, Mister Overachiever. <laughs> he flips them in a very more gentle manner, and the horse begins to trot forwards. And eventually, you leave the stink cloud, and you're sitting in the back now with uh, Soleil and Eris. Well, and I Bars is now controlling the reins. I, I gave it a shot. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I was a used to travel before, so though it's been many decades, I guess it's like riding a a cycle. Do bikes exist in this world? I, I don't know. <laughs> a bike-like contraption. Oh yes, of course, a bike-like contraption. I don't know why we don't have just a specific name for it. But yeah, it's, it's weird. Bike-like. Bike-like. It's odd. Yeah, but, sorry. um, it just, it just came back to me. So, sit back, enjoy your travels, because it will be a very long one, as it, we oh, have great. how many miles to go? 20... 2100? 20, <laughs> Something like that? Okay, so we have to go... So, to go to... To get to the loud... Loudwater, northernly. Loudwater. Northernly, you we have to cross the main road, because we're not going straight across to it. God knows that fucking uh, wood. So. Yeah, so we would be going north tor for about. Because mm, okay, from Baldur's Gate to where I put Dragon Spear, because Dragon Spear doesn't technically exist on this map. Four hundred twenty-ish um, miles. Yep, that looks like um, it would take about three weeks. Oh, okay. and then we have to cut across the high forest to get oh. to Loudwater, Why which would take. We just take the. That's a river. Oh no. Yeah, that's a river. Oh no. That's a river. So. That is why we are going this way. Why didn't we take a boat? Because <laughs> there's no boats that are going to take us up to Loudwater. Could have stolen a boat. How are boats going to go upstream? I don't know. <laughs> Find a way. Magic. Uh, magic. Um, but the venture is very... It's very calming. Um, Chalet, the entire time, is just awestruck. Eris herself is kind of sitting there idly looking around enamored but not nearly as much as chalet as everything is actually a lot nicer than the shadow fell there's not a shadow dragon floating around at risk of every moment who would have thought who would have thought no it's just ancient red dragons now oh you're um, right yeah <laughs> slightly better <laughs> actually it's way worse it was sarcasm oh <laughs> it's hard to tell but the travel is excruciatingly boring for us as we have been, you know, semi just relaxing our life away and doing meandering for the most part. Mm-hmm. So a few weeks pass, two weeks pass, idly discuss amongst yourselves, get to know each other a bit more, explain to uh, several of them life stories, recent events. You get to know each other a lot better. And the third week comes around. 
nothing seems to occur. Set up camp a few times here and there. It seems that the group had, uh, with the gemstone, purchased a few tents so that you can rest in. Um, campfire set up, and eventually, um, because you can see that at this point, Eris seems to have a backpack strapped to herself, and this has the cloth and everything that uh, is used for the tents kind of folded into it, as well as the camping attire. Seems that's filling the entire backpack as the cloth for the tent is massive. I see. But over the course of three weeks, you get to know each other very well, and the road does cross into the high forest, and that's a little unnerving as this forest of trees seems to stem very, very tall. The trees themselves are stemming maybe about 20 feet tall in uh, normal tr- bark attire, but then there are here here and there passages that delve into different veins of the forest that look to travel into more different varying heights of trees. It's, you can only see certain directions or certain distances amongst them. So you've been keeping close eye out. Make a perception check. Oh lord, they still coming. It's been it's been like a month. They've been <laughs> following the whole time. They really want this armor. Eleven. Eleven. So you're keeping a general glance out here and there. Um Chalet's, once again, more enamored because there's life to these trees. Unlike the Shadowfell, where they're it's devoid of life in the most for the most part. Um Eris herself seems to have purchased what looks to be a blank book and has been sketching along the way throughout the entire adventure. Um, more or less uh, different pictures of depicting environments, rivers. Uh, there's one of them that just looks to be more like a doodling page. It has a little bit of some stick figure action going on. It's very wholesome. Eris. Eris. I got a book for you to read. Oh, you didn't have to do that. I hand her an excellent tome. Okay. <laughs> she, you hand her t- the book, and it's initially kind of concerning because it doesn't have anything on it. It doesn't look like it, it, it would be a written book. Oh, um, what's it What's it about? I, I don't know. Well, she has no reason not to believe you. So she goes to open it. Intelligence saving throw. She opens it. Turns a page. Turns another page. Starts to flip through some of the pages. Closes the book calmly. Looks at you. And then there's this blank expression across her face as she starts to like look in all the different directions in confusion (laughs) oh no uh oh uh oh uh oh chalet chalet what 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 did you do i broke her eris waving in front of her uh oh um oh What'd you, what did you do? Uh, Anna in the back of mine. Why did you... Why? I... 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 We had a book. I offered her the book. What is you, this book? 
Ugh, oh, you don't read. Of course I don't read. <laughs> don't use that book on our friends. It throws them into a state and they don't pay attention to things. Oh no. She's gone for can... at least a few minutes. Just leave uh, her be. I'll take the book back then. Yeah, so you take the book back and she just kind of like sees you take it. Almost like a child just giving a gift. She's expressionless, emotionless, and completely blank in the face. Oh God. Five minutes pass <laughs> and her eyes kind of blink into existence again. Oh. Hmm. And she goes back to sketching. No memory of the entire event taking place. I just... I stare wide-eyed at the ground of the, of the carriage. <laughs> just not making eye contact. Yep. Uh, you, you look down at the rest of the carriage. And it's uh, awkward <laughs> for yourself only. <laughs> Chalet kind of looks at you, looks at the book that you gave her, kind of does a, a shrug. Well, everything seems to be fine. I'm going back to enjoying this. Eris looks up. Uh, I mean... We've been traveling for a few weeks. What, what did something happen? I wasn't paying attention. N never mind. D it's not important. Just, just go back to your sketching. She kind of like side glances at you, then goes back to enjoying the environment around her. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. time passes. Night begins to set in. You guys set up camp in the forest. The sound of distant hooing from owls, frogs, crickets. It's very atmospheric around mm. here. And it's almost lulling you to sleep. Mm. That's, mm. <laughs> As a player, I don't like that. <laughs> something you can get an inside check. You can get an inside check. Something is wrong. Ooh. Uh, 18. 18? Yes. Okay. Um, as you're listening, and it's starting to kind of lull you to sleep, you feel like something is wrong. You sit up, you look around. So you've been kind of resting in, in the tent. Uh, your bunkmate in this tent is Barst, who's sprawled out onto his bedroll and just kind of relaxing, just... Pfft fully outstretched you sit I, up you look at him oh, looks unconscious I wake him up Barsta Barst sits up y yes something's wrong I I don't see how what's wrong I slap him get up you ow well he sits up snaps his finger and this like little coalesced blade forms in his hand <sighs> opens the tent looks out in the darkness wait wait don't be a fool you told me that something is wrong what something is wrong I don't know what it is but something's wrong then what do you do when you don't know something goes over closes the tent god what? damn it you you mm. can you sneak effectively are you are you a sneaky person? You don't look like it. 
He looks at his height kind of swaying a little bit over you in his uh, semi-heavyish armor. It's like medium-ish. I'm, I'm ideal. I don't plan on hiding very often. Oh, God. I touch his arm and give him the blessing of the trickster. Okay. So for the next minute, he has an advantage on stealth. Yep. Okay. And I will attempt to stealth. Where to? Uh, it's just out, out of the tent, I guess. And just, like, okay. around it somewhere. Make a stealth check. Ooh. Uh, 23. 23. So, yeah, you feel yourself just kind of, like, skirking into the shadows. The the coalescing blade that Barst has, he dissipates. Advantage. Okay. Barst seems to be keeping up fairly well behind you. There's a few moments where he kind of, like, is leaning in and stumbles for a few seconds, but then catches himself before making too much sound. Shit. Uh, are Chalet and Eris near our tent? Yeah, your tents are generally next to each other. Um, with only the four of you there, the thought was that being closer in case of emergency was bad, was best. I, uh, it's it's dark, I imagine. Oh yeah, it's pitch black. There's smoldering from the uh, from the um, the campfire, but other than that, you've put out the fire. So there's realistically only bits and pieces of speckling fireflies in the distance. Uh, can I attempt to hear or see anything sure. unusual? Make a, make a perception check. Ooh, they're coming. Six. Six? You try to listen in, but all you're hearing is this rapid cricket sound, and it's just this chirping, just Shit. straight into your ear. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> And um, other than that, you don't you don't hear anything distinct. Fuck. Uh, stay here. Can I shuffle on ahead to their tent? Okay. Uh, making your way over to Chalet and Eris, you put your finger in. You look inside. Is that a question? I'm just asking. Are you oh. are you looking inside? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You 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 open it up. You see them. Both of them are sleeping soundly. Don't seem to be lulled awake or anything. <sighs> Shit. Fuck. Hmm. Hmm. Fuck. I slowly open their tent. <laughs> Delay. Paris. When you say something's wrong, Chalet, who is kind of lolling awake, leans up. Watch out. Be quiet. I don't know. Something is amiss. We might be in danger. Why? What do you what do you feel is in danger? I had a gut feeling that something was wrong. They've come. They found us. Get ready. Fine. I, 
she she looks down at herself and she's been in rather um more sleep attire rather than her heavy armor that she wears hmm. um so she's in pretty much cloth at the moment I see Barst is in his mediumish armor he seems fine with with sleeping in that you're in your mithril one as it's light and smooth anyways yes but yeah she is distinctly not in her heavy armor come damn it Chalet it's so uncomfortable what do you want me to do don't die I'm not Eris she kind of like shoves Eris really really harshly on the side oh shut up what what are you doing here something's wrong yeah you go through the whole spiel with her and (laughs) you explain that something's wrong and she sits up a lot slower than Chalet did she looks around kind of rummages through one of her bags alright she pulls out a a tome of sorts flips on it a little a few times alright alright what are we doing uh uh you two stay here when if something happens burst out of the tent and aim to kill I guess okay I have a plan Okay. Okay. I shuffle back over to Burst. Okay, so you, you sneak back out. Skirt on over to Barst, who's kind of near his tent. Hey, hey, hey you. You can you can whisper talk. <laughs> hey Burst, you you fool. Look. What? Hey. What's what 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 what's I'm, the plan? I'm gonna I'm gonna light it up and then we're gonna fight whatever's here, I guess. Are you you. prepared? Okay, good. Or I imagine we're standing in like a a small clearing in the trees. Yeah, you would have found um, pretty much like a a a side intersection up to a path. So you're more or less like near a T intersection, Um, and there's an off portion of it that has uh, is barren of trees that you had set up camp at. Okay. Uh, In that case, I'm going to cast daylight on a tree. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. So what is daylight? Uh, produces a lot of light. Uh, I, I thank you. I gather that much. A 60-foot radius sphere of light spreads out from a point you choose within range. Sphere is bright light and sheds dim light for an additional 60 feet. Mm-hmm. You use a point on an object you are holding or one that isn't being worn or carried. The light shines from the object and moves with it. Yeah, it's, a, it's blocked by opaque objects. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, gotcha. Um, so you 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 look at a tree, and it glows like a like a star, basically, when you cast daylight on it, and the entire vicinity just lights up um, in this incredible glistening light in the darkness. You your light is like a it's like a wave that kind of envelops the fireflies, and you can see their light vanishing as there's no darkness for them to illuminate now, so it's very difficult to see their light. <laughs> uh, make a perception check. Oh god, okay. Ooh, 17. Okay, 
looking immediately at your vicinity. You don't see anything. What? No, no. Something's wrong. Mm. Is this what you meant by lighting it up? Yes, it's very bright now. Can't you see? It's very lit. I gathered that, but... Oh. I don't know where they are, but there's there's something wrong. Barstool, check. I don't see anything. Chalet kind of peeks her head out. What are we doing? Something's wrong. <laughs> Look around. I... Alright, uh, so you go searching in the trees, or what are you doing? I, I suppose in the clearing. I'm not going to go venture into the woods, that seems dangerous. Okay. Um, make a, like, what are you looking for? Uh, Traces of people, anyone hiding, or what? All of the above? Just something that shouldn't be there, something that isn't... Okay, make, a, make an investigation check. General investigation check. Thirteen. Thirteen? Yep. Okay. Um, looking around, you look in the grass, kind of tufted around through it, look at some stonework, see if anything has been shifted since since you recently went to sleep, looking at the trees for any markings, uh, the anything within the vicinity of the 120 feet of light that you've created. You don't, you don't spot anything. What? Is <clears throat> anything that would be out, out of... Like, anything odd. You don't see markings, you don't see footprints, you don't see any grass that seems to have been pushed down due to weight of anything. Nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. What the fuck? Anna? <laughs> Am I insane? The answer is yes. You don't get a response. What? Anna! Uh, hmm. Fuck. Chalet. You look around. You don't see Chalet. Ooh, I know what's going on here. I just sit down in the glade. In the what? Or in the in the clearing. I just sit down amongst our stuff. Okay. Yeah, you sit down. You don't see Barst. You don't mm -hmm. see... Mm-hmm. Eris. Anna, stop this. Don't tempt me. I'll do it. It's not... And the world begins to just morph. Uh-oh! Ever so slightly. Uh-oh! <laughs> and you can see, across from you, this door. And you've seen it before. The one that needs to be greased. Oh, not greased. my door. <laughs> and the door begins to open. No! No, it's locked for a reason. spectral hand pushing up against it. No! And it swings open for a brief moment before closing behind it. And you see standing there a ghastly visaged, almost 
gas, like gassed figure in smoke who has slick backed hair, large fangs. You son of a bitch. I want my body. I created you. Give it back. Give it back. Roll initiative. You before, you son of a bitch. Oh, I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as 18. the spectral image of Strahd von Zarovich stands against this door. You dirty bastard. <laughs> What'd you roll for initiative? 19. Alright, well you are definitely going first with his natural two. So, All right. the world began to morph and after the door slammed closed, the entire area has shifted into what looks to be an office room. Standing across from you, he's only about 30 feet with your back up against the wall as he's standing in the middle of the room. No, so the entirety fuck. of the room goes from, from is 60 feet across. No, there doesn't fuck. seem to be anything interesting inside of it. Um, there's like a window in the corner that's maybe about 15 feet in the air, uh, some light emanating through it, but it doesn't seem to be very drastic. Mm, you, you dirty bitch. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Gonna use my action to use Channel Divinity and use okay. Cloak of Shadows to go invisible. Okay. Then as um, a bonus action, with Cunning Action, I will attempt to hide. Okay. That you can do. So make a stealth check. Oh, how dare you. I am... Very pissed. That is a 22. 22. All right. Um, let me look at uh, 297. Why? No, just, just, just looking. Why, why, is, why is he here? <laughs> Reasons. Reasons from a certain excursion that you've had with him before in a similar circumstance. Okay. <clears throat> So you go invisible, and you duck into, like, a portion. You just kind of shift into a different area to try to hide yourself. His face just kind of lurches around, confused, dejected. You said 23 for your stealth? Yep. Uh, natural 20. He, his face just turns, and for a brief moment, you put a foot down, just... Oh, wait, but you're invisible. You have advantage on stealth. Oh, do I? Mm -hmm. Well, I have to roll a nat 20 in order to be able to... <clears throat> okay. That's, uh... That's not touching that. Is that a natural 20? That is a natural 20. Alright, well, definitely... evidence for you. <laughs> no, that is quite alright. I will believe in you. Because, oh. um... Otherwise, I wouldn't have brought it up to you to begin with. Okay! Okay! Um, but what is your stealth score? Stealth score? What? What is your stealth modifier? Plus six. Plus six? What is his perception? Plus seven. So, you 
almost instinctively, this ghastly visaged figure just turns to watch you as you move left and right. see ribbons you've seen these before these ribbons that flow through timelines of your existence your memory your thoughts and they flow incredibly fast and that's when it clicks there's a moment in that memory where there's this clawed mark that's edged into the corner of it and that mark is still there in the ribbon I need you mm -hmm. to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh-huh. Here we go again. Hope you're ready to share a body with uh, your best friend. Uh, 14. 14 is not enough. You see him and almost feel empathetic for him, for Stride as the, the corporeal form of him is very, very dwindled. It is not fully forming. You can barely see even a figure of him in his current state. So you feel almost empathetic for him. You are charmed by him. Mm -hmm. And he just points his hand and directs you towards him. I'll just casually stroll up to him. Mm -hmm. Your invisibility mm -hmm. wears off as yep. well, because it only lasts six seconds. <clears throat> Give it back. And he grabs you by the shoulder and bites into you. It's... Let me just roll. That wasn't good, but... That was better. Uh, 22 to hit. Yep, that is. Okay, so you take 1d6. You take 8 points of piercing damage. Or is the necrotic? I'm, I'm rolling it right now. Uh, I'm not ready. Oh my god, no way. No way. <laughs> you take 3 points of necrotic damage. I rolled three ones on 3d6. Furrow my brow. Is that, that's it? The corporeal visage begins to very, very, very slowly start to form a little bit more. Your hit point, your maximum hit points is reduced by three. Mm hmm. Great. Yes, I'm um, pleased. Make a wisdom saving throw. That is 25. Okay. The moment he bites into you, you realize, what the fuck am I doing? And you break control. You break through the charm and will be immune to this effect. Okay, good. Hit back. It is your turn. God, you're even worse than I remember. I'm really glad Anna did kill you. 
Do you need a lozenge? I'll take that as a yes. What do you do? Stab him. <laughs> okay. Uh, make an attack. <clears throat> that is... Uh, mm, 17? 17? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it hits. So, roll damage. 1d4 plus 4? It's plus our dex, so... With a plus 2 dagger? Do I have yep. the plus so 2 dagger? Plus 4. Okay. So, yeah. Plus, yeah, you have your you have your gear. That is seven points of damage. Seven points. So you go to stab into him, and the dagger cuts into this kind of ghostly figure and rips out a portion of him. Just <gasps> and as you rip it out, you feel that necrotic energy that was in you before dissipate. Okay. Your maximum hit points is not reduced anymore. And you can see the ghastly figure that he is has reverted back into that same design that it was before he bit into you. I really don't like you. I, uh... I just run away 40 feet. I have the mobile feet? You do, yes. You have so the feet. he can't make opportunity attacks against mm. me if I hit him with an attack, hit or miss. Okay. Well, you are in the middle of the room, so you can move 30 feet in general direction. Well, hell. <laughs> sure, I guess. Hmm. So, yeah, you can move 30 feet away from him. Okay. okay. I'll do that, and then I have a bonus action. You do. What can I do with my bonus action? You can invoke duplicity, I believe. That's an action, I'm pretty sure, is it not? I do not remember. I'm sure it's an action. I don't have it written down on my page, let me look. I will get to my cleric page out. Cleric. War priest. Life domain, life domain. Oh, it's in Xanathar's guy. Trickster. No, 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 no. I feel like it's a bonus action. It is an action. Is it an action? It's, a, it's an action. Okay. Um, You probably don't have jack shit for bonus actions then. You can drink the Cloak of Shadows also lasts for the full duration of the uh, duplicate. The what? The Cloak of Shadows, the invisibility. It lasts oh. for a whole minute. Oh. Well, when you were charmed, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, going forward, just full yeah, reference. I, oh, you know what I'm mistaking it for? I think I'm mistaking it for... Um... Uh, the thing that Furbolgs can do at a certain level. I think they can go invisible for one turn. I'll take your word for it, because I don't know. Regardless. Um, there's this moment where you're almost expecting Anna to switch places. You don't feel that connection at all. The fuck? Because the timer would have gone off. Uh-huh. But you do not feel that presence. Oh shit, here we go again. This is very reminiscent of your previous altercation with Strahd von Zarevich before. Okay. So, okay. at the end of your turn, Strahd lurches towards you. Give it to me. And he will 
to make an attack against you. Wow, I flipped perfectly to the vampire page. Um... Yeah. He will make three attacks at you. Or no, he make two attacks at you. Um... The first is an 11. That will miss. Okay. Second goes with his other hand. That is a 12. That will also miss. Okay. Um, that's what he can do. He rolled very poorly with a natural 2 and 3. Good. Good. I am sweating, and I am... It is your turn. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't like this at all. Just gonna do a third level inflict wounds. Okay. Go ahead and roll the hit. Nineteen. Nineteen will hit. Go ahead and roll. Inflict wounds is 3d10, so 5d10. Yes, 5d10. Guess what, audience? We got that wrong before. My bad. Yes, it's still a very powerful spell, just not as powerful. It is. It's just significantly less dice. It's two tens. Nate. 32, 39. 39 is necrotic damage. As you reach out and place your hand on this sticky substance almost, as you kind of place your hand onto him, this energy courses portions of it, but you can see it doesn't course very far. Mm -hmm. And when you pull back out your hand, a few pieces of him have kind of formed off of it and fallen from your hand, but it doesn't seem like it has gone very deep. Okay, now I run across the room. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he can't uh, take an opportunity attack. No. Um, at the end of your turn, he'll use a legendary action to move up to you. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and then on his turn, he will now move to you. Okay, very good. I'm pleased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really good. You're not going to really get away from him. He's got legendary actions. It was worth a shot. It was. I mean, unless you wanted to try climbing, but it's not going to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the ceiling goes about 15 feet up to that window. It's about as far as it'll go. Um, he's going to make another unarmed strike at you. Um, dirty twenty. That is our AC. Okay. So he comes down, and his hand grabs onto you, and it's almost like this physical grab is super strong and just places onto you. Now he's going to unhinge his jaw and bite down onto you. No! With, with advantage. No! That is a 25. No! <laughs> uh, I believe that hits. Uh-huh. So you take, this time, nine points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. 
and ooh, ooh, this is very different. You take 14 points of necrotic damage, and your Jesus maximum points Christ. are reduced by that much. And after this bite, you can see his visage is slowly forming faster and faster after this bite is just draining more of your life's essence. That energy that was around him has started to dissipate into and coalesce into a more physical form. your turn you came into my house you played by my rules you horrendous slut anna i require aid i'm gonna conjure no, conjure an anna <laughs> okay um make a um hmm what did we use for this before Four. Was it a straight wisdom check? I believe it was. Sure, works for me. Yes, straight wisdom check. Natural 20. So, you think, in this very similar circumstance, you had controlled the environment as it was a member of your brain. And in that moment, you think and think and think deeply. And this almost golden figure begins to like emerge through the wall the ghastly stride kind of puts up a hand just no you too I want my body back and from this golden light a fairly transparent immersion of Anna forms through the wall I'm glad I got back to you, Jester. Help. Help me. <laughs> Please. New initiative for them. And that is a natural 19. Still not enough, though. So. That's your action. You still have movement. And a bonus action. Aren't I restrained? You are, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just... grappled, not restrained. No, Let yeah, you just... are restrained, sorry. Let me just let me just check my spell list very quick. See if I have anything that might be useful. The answer is no. <laughs> Do you have Misty Step? I don't have Misty Step, I don't think. I know, I'm kidding. I don't think you can get Misty Step. You never know. Maybe I'm multi-class, but you're no way. Multi-class no fucking level five wizard somehow. Yes. Yep, that's that's all I'm doing. I'm just kind of just limp here, I guess. Okay. I'll, I'll caress his abs, I guess. All right. Then Strahd will unhinge his mouth once again and take a try to take a bite at you. Mm-hmm. In 11. <laughs> so, with that missing... He can't, he can't bite again. So so what happens is the light begins to kind of emanate into this room and you can see bits and pieces of that light begins to poke holes almost into Strahd's form. Just... 
fit, I will become reborn again, and I will restart what I have done. And yeah, he goes to bite, and at that moment, his head comes down, lurching towards your neck, and this little bit of light begins to poke at his cheeks, <sighs> and he bites into the mithril, several of like his teeth crunching onto it. Is this as awkward for you as it is for me? Like, you couldn't even bite me. Come on. As you're sitting there with how much reduced health? Quite a bit. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, it is the ghostly Anna's turn. So, what she will do is walk up alongside you and will, with her action... I'm doing a little bit of some different stuff, because I don't know if it'd be very fair to have to have a DM be a full-powered creature. So, what I'm gonna do is have her be at similar magics to you. You're making me fight a fucking vampire by myself. Don't All talk right, to you me know what, that's fair. That is, <laughs> that is very fair. She will place a hand onto you. And this rush of energy coalesces around you as the light begins to like course through you. His hand bursts off of it, just <sighs> so you're not restrained. Okay. As she casted greater restoration on you, all okay, of good. the hit oh, points my HP is that back, you were reduced still by. A lot less. Hmm? Are you still at that? It, greater restoration just gets rid of the lowered max health, does it not? Yeah, but th your reduced max hit points is, re is restored. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Okay, yes, good. Um, Very good. And in that moment, um, she turns alongside with you and now you both are facing the ghastly Strahd as he's kind of flown about 10 feet back. Oh. Looking towards the, um, he's essentially standing close to the uh, light that's coming through the window. Anna, just go walk up to him, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fine. And she, it, when she talks, it's almost like this like reverberated sound like she's speaking through like a walkie talkie of sorts <laughs> and uh she goes up to him okay good beautiful stay right there please I walk up and I attempt to stab him <laughs> okay with flanking I'm assuming yes sir yes so go ahead and roll with advantage mm. Mm, 22 that will hit roll your damage and sneak attack Sneak attack. It's not as much as I thought it was, but that's fine. No, it's. I think it's 2d6. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, hey, that's pretty good. That's just about full damage. Ooh. Yeah, 11 plus 4 plus 4. Okay. Um, as you cut. Um, yep. As you cut into him and rip out portions of this fleshy, disturbing ghostly ectoplasmic kind of energy it falls off from even faster and the body's visage began to shift 
once more back into the same ghastly shape. Um, you still have a bonus action. Uh, uh-huh. I don't think there's much I can really do. Uh, I will cast Healing Word at third level on myself. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll for healing. Healing Word, that is d4, right? Yep, so 3d4 plus uh, your wisdom. Mm, wisdom is plus 3, so that's 12 HP back. 12, okay. The Anything else you wanted to do? Did you want to move away? You still have to move away. Yeah, I'll just move behind Anna. <laughs> okay. Um, at the end of your turn, with a legendary action, he's going to make an unarmed strike against uh, Anna. Uh, and miss horribly. Alright, start of his turn. He will uh, con- continue to try to strike at Anna. Um, that one will hit. So he places a hand just whoop, onto her onto her shoulder and collarbone. And he's here, and she he pulls her in for a, a very quick bite, which will hit with a twenty-one. Now, Jester, you take six points of piercing damage. Great. Yep. Here we go. and six points of necrotic damage. Your maximum hit points are reduced by that much. Thank you. As you feel the bite, almost as if it's on your person, just (sighs) draining out from you. You quickly gather, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. Something is different, something is wrong. Much like you had felt in that, waking up in that tent. Something is wrong. It is Anna's turn. Anna will... Hmm. In hindsight, this will work. Because we're, theoretically, 30 feet. <laughs> she will... Uh, oh, but we only have one of those, huh? Yeah, we do. We don't have Dawn. Hmm. That's fine. She will, with her, uh, with her uh, action, she will cast a fourth level inflict wounds. Inflict wounds. Very good. Inflict wounds. Do it, Bith. That will hit with a natural seventeen. Do it, Bith. <laughs> Uh, we already used our fifth for greater restoration. God damn it! You did fourth. <laughs> I did it at fourth. Good. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> so that is sixty ten. Um, that is ten. Ooh, that's a good one. So that is uh, twenty one. Ooh, that's super good. That is thirty nine. Nice. 39 points in the crowd now, and she places a hand onto his, and this energy begins to form off of him. Um, after that point, your maximum hit points are not reduced anymore. 
looking at. Um. That's uh, that's all that she can do. Can't break free anymore, so yeah, that's all she can do. At the end of her turn, he uh will use two legendary actions to attempt to take a bite as well. Stop it! He misses, however. This time, the necrotic energy begins to course through him, and as he goes to like lean forward to take a bite, it just kind of pushes him backwards. It is your turn, Jester. Fuck. Okay, good. Gonna run up behind him. Would you allow me to use my bonus action to hide behind him? I'll say because he's facing Anna, and he's currently grappled with Anna. His focus is on her. Yes, I'll say you can make a you can make a bonus action to hide. Holy shit! Beautiful. Ooh, that's pretty good. Twenty-three. Okay, let me roll perception on his part. Uh, ten. Alright, so go ahead and roll to attack. He is surprised. Good. That critical hit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, roll to attack first. Oh, uh, that's... God, I don't even know. Twenty-five? Alright, yeah, then let's go ahead and roll your crit damage. So it's a d4, 2d6. plus 4d6. Yep. Plus four. Plus four. Just full of dice, let's go. Oh my. Mm. Uh, math, come on. 12, 13, 17, 24. Okay. This time, as you slink across the ground, kind of co- like spinning off to the ground and dashing towards his back, you plunge this dagger straight into him. And as you do, you can see his corporeal form begin to display like a flicker. Just... And he fades. The glint in your red eye, or your glint in your eyes as you had plunged it in. And he's dissipated. Okay, good. Ah, that... The ribbons of my thoughts. Are they... Visible... Still. Yeah, you can you can look at it. You can look at at it. Oh god. You can see that there's still a claw mark in that ribbon. I gotta get up there and chop it off. I don't care what it does to me, but he is not coming back. There could be a better option. Like what? Fixing it. How? She holds up a hand. This forming like Everlescent light kind of forms into it. It'd take time, but I could. Hannah, we don't have time. I'm not losing you too. It's up to you. And in that moment, you hear from the door as it is still up against the wall. Give it back. Oh, I throw some more chains up on the wall. <laughs> you can throw that chain. We have heavy chains. Oh. Holding that wall, that door shut. He ain't coming through again. Make okay, okay. So make just make a uh, general spellcasting check. General spellcasting check. All right. Yep. So your proficiency plus your wisdom. That should have been it before, but it didn't necessarily matter anyways. Proficiency is plus four, so that is twenty-three. Okay. As he's beginning to come through this huge golden metal chain just 
begin to wrap across the door, almost plunging it into the wall, and you can see his hand kind of lurch backwards. As he's pushing against the chains, you can see them shaking and rattling, some of them kind of vibrating faster and faster as he's applying more and more force. But it seems to be holding right now. Fucking Jesus, god damn it. Oh, how high up are these ribbons? The, um, well, it's a window, and beyond the window is the ribbons, but oh, to the fuck. window is 15 feet. Uh, fuck. I, yep, Anna, it's been fun. If I don't remember you, well, sorry. And I run to the window and I throw it open. Okay. Um, so make a ac- acrobatics or athletics check to try to climb up the wall. Acrobatics or athletics? Well, you know which one it's going to be. I know, but I had to say it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fair. That is natural 20, again. All right, easily. In this time, you also just quickly kind of think, oh, I can just make some steps, and you just quickly kind of form, for, for some reason, acrobatic positions in the wall, and just start oh, to yes. leap up. Hand holds very good. Yes, and just easily leap up through them. Well, actually, rather, you created them and quickly realize, eh, whatever, and just run up it vertically. Even better. <laughs> in jester fashion throwing open the window, this rush of, like, almost wind pushes against you as it's incredibly powerful. The far ribbon, it's not moving anymore. It's stopped. It's almost like it's being filtered into something and that cut is preventing the ribbon from progressing any further into the slot. This wind that's pushing against you is almost forcing you or attempting to force you back into the window as the ribbon is about 30 feet from you. This from behind you hear as he's pushing even further and further. Anna, on her turn, will cast because we have this, and this is one of the reasons why this might be useful. Um, she will place a hand onto the stone ground and this, uh, stony shape of a wall begins to push up against the door. <laughs> she is like earth bending a large rock <laughs> in front of the door. Very and good. you can see as from this position it's just <laughs> it's slowing but there's still this magical force almost driving him through. It is your turn again. Oh this is my brain kinda it's half mine, but we're on a lease. I... This wind is not helping anything. Can I dispel the wind? Make a uh, spellcasting check. Yeah, it's not as good. That's 15. So you try to focus and focus. The wind is overpowering your thoughts, and it's just pushing you backwards. You can still move, but you're going to definitely be hindered drastically. You can move about five feet of your normal movement. I'm fucking going. I'm using my bonus action to dash. Aw, yeah. Yeah, you can make it ten feet just pushing, just (laughs) trudging through this uh, spectral air, almost like it's ground, heading towards this ribbon, and you can see the ribbon itself is still just trying to go through this filter, yet the cut is blocking it, as if the ribbon itself is kind of shoveled into different portions. From the door, you hear, Give it back. 
and several of the chains just shatter and blow across the room. I will be reborn. The, the rock that's there begins to get shoved forwards. Anna, in her haste, will once again place a hand down and form another secondary rock on top of it and slam it into the door. Oh my god. That is all for fourth level spells. Anna, you're doing great. Keep it up. We're out of fourth. We're out of fifth. <laughs> so, it is your turn again. Okay. 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 Just trudging through. Going straight over there. I am not stopping. Okay. So you spend your action, bonus action, and movement? Yep. Okay. You make it 15 feet. You are just barely without within arms or just barely out of arm's reach another five feet and you'll be close enough and that's when the wind begins to push you further and harder make a strength saving throw oh no you really want me to die don't you that is 17 17 you dig your heels in and as this wind pushes you you just intense every muscle that's in your fiber of being and just push through. The wind does not push you back. On the start of Strahd's turn, you just hear and is the spectral doors just slam open as the two rocks slut like get pushed into different portions of the room. I will be reborn. He looks up and sees the window is widely open, and this quick burst of speed just comes to the window. From over your shoulder, you see his eyes burning with hatred as he's just staring dead at you. And he's trudging through the air, almost with ease towards you. Oh no. He does not reach you. Oh no. <laughs> oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, shit. At the start of Anna's turn, you see her... Let me make an athletics check, or acrobatics check. Neither are good for her. That's good enough, though. You see her climb up the footholds that you had made previously, and with a placement of her hand, she holds out her palm, and two more duplicates of you form between a 15 foot distance from you or from her and begin to like push hands back at the cre at uh, the strad he's moving his hands around and freaking out he has to make a um wisdom saving throw as she had casted spiritual guardians oh yes he fails oh, his wisdom saving throw and takes 3d8 radiant damage. Oh my fuck. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my god. He takes 22 points of radiant damage as both of these hands just <laughs> and begin to push him back. Back towards the window and slowly but surely he's getting further and further away from him. Get it is fucked. your turn. I trudge the last five feet towards that ribbon. Okay. 
with your with your movement you just get straight up next to it and you can see the ribbon it's 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 a very small cut but you'd recall this cut being what was formed in your previous excursion with with Strahd and how he cut several portions of your ribbons and that was what truly imprisoned you into this place for for nearly a few decades of life or no it was a century it was a full century of time trapped in the same nightmare you are are standing next to it now I I I grab it with my free hand and I look at my knife yeah, you're holding the dagger in your in your right hand, just grabbing at it. I'm sorry, Anna. And I cut it. Okay. Hello? You Oh no, hello. Oh hi. hello, you still there? Okay. Um So you cut along it. You cut along the width of it. As the tear wasn't from perpendicular, you cut along the cut, and in the back of your mind, you feel this intense pain. It's just like a quick, like something sharp had been stabbed into you. You take. I'm gonna use my D12 for these. Cool. You take 16 points of psychic damage. Oh, okay. As that sharp pain rushes to the forward portions of your brain, you start to shake violently. And as you bring up your hands to clasp the sides of your head, you see the ribbon. And all of the line just begins to form fluently. You just hear behind you. And the spectral form of Strahd vanishes. The door that's there slams closed. The area around you begins to lighten and brighten as this tension that was in the back of your mind, that anxiety that was building, is gone. And then Anna disappears. And you are sitting in a room that you have seen several times before. It seems to be a study. It has a desk, a chair, several portions of wall that seem to have bookshelves to them that you have never read. And you have recalled this place as a destination that you preside in when Anna is in control. Is that door here? The door is not. Good. I conjure up another door and I burn it for the hell of it. Okay, yeah, you spawn a door in the middle of the room, just like die and light it in fire with your mind good. burning crisp. It smells very, um, like a very good smell, of like hickory almost. Oh, yes, good. I gather up the ashes and throw them into the abyss, just the howling abyss in the corner. Okay, yeah, you form what looks to be like a trash bin almost, and as you kind of lean in and pour in the ash, you hear the sounds of. <laughs> And uh, just pour it in like that's where that deserves to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I light the trash can on fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you just you light the trash can on fire. 
Oh, beautiful. Oh, right. Whew. So. <laughs> Think this is a good time to switch over? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So just so you know, you have no idea what cutting that ribbon does to you. Nope. And I, I have a relative idea that I came up with at the time of. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that was fun. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So how does it feel to kill Strahd? Not as good as I would like. I was extremely close. How, how many hit points are you at? Uh, ten at the moment. Oh my god. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But half of that is unrecoverable. Oh, I don't know. The, every time you did damage to him, the, that unrecoverable energy came back. Oh, then I'm just very, very hurt. <laughs> mm -hmm. He was know. draining you. If he successfully killed you with it, then he would have gotten his body back and been reincarnated. Great. But every time you were hitting him, you were taking that essence back. Great. I'm so pleased. I don't know. Yes. You wake up in the tent next to Barst. Though you feel hollow again, you felt this feeling before, long ago, when we first dealt with Strahd. Jester? Jester? Is... hello? Hello. Do I... Do I know you? How are you talking in my head? Hmm. Jester? We have a lot to discuss but for now just watch okay okay I'm your friend in this circumstance and there's going to be a lot of confusing occurrences what the hell is but that supposed to mean who are you my name is Anna, and I'm your friend. We've been friends for a long time. I don't remember an Anna. It's okay. I have a lot of faces. I can hide myself. Just know you can call me Anna and you can talk to me about anything. 
So if you have questions, quite ask them, because I will respond to you. Uh, but for now, just just relax some. Okay. I'm gonna wake up. Kind of haphazardly get ready. <clears throat> Barst, are you ready? Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good to go. Good. We have to start traveling soon. <sighs> he, uh, gets up and gets dressed. You, uh, you okay there? It's, um, hard to explain. A lot happened, and it's, um, it's not good. Not good. Uh, I'll, I'll explain it when we, when we start traveling again. So that way I don't have to re-explain it to everyone. He nods and he stares in your eyes. Okay. Oh. Uh, hope everything's okay. It's... It's not, but I mean, when has it been? Fair enough, I suppose. But yes, I'm going to start disassembling this tent. You should go check on the others. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and uh, check on Chalet and Eris. Okay. You head over to their tent, which is just like seven-ish feet away from yours and Barst's. Uh, Eris is standing outside, talking about something, and Chalet is half paying attention while she uh, disassembles their tent. Oh. Good morning to you. Good morning. How did you sleep? Uh, about as well as I could for sleeping in a tent on the dirt in the middle of nowhere in the woods, surrounded by potentially horrible monstrosities, but you know, good. That's yeah. yeah, makes sense. Um, so we have some things to discuss while we're on the trek forwards, but um, just, uh, yeah, we'll get ready soon. They look at each other and look at you. Oh, okay. Sorry, just didn't uh, didn't sleep very well. In your mind, you hear, "Do am I supposed to know who these people are?" They're our companions, and they're your friend too. Seem to have a lot of friends. We have a lot. We have six specifically. That's six more than I've ever had. It's it's more than we had before. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fully prepare the rest of the cart. Okay. Yeah, you spend maybe twenty-ish minutes picking up everything and putting it onto the cart. Uh, you guys are pretty much old hats at this now. It's down to a routine. You get everything on, and then Barst takes the reins, and you all head off. Yeah. I've also been assuming that during this this venture, we've just been casting Create Food and Water to oh, yeah, feed definitely. the horse and everything. And yep. 
just to save time because I know that like every day I can just give Jester create food and water anyways, even if he doesn't have the spell. Yep. So, um, I'm gonna look at everyone as we're moving. So, Strahd had made an appearance. Yeah. Hushed. Uh, mood falls over the cart. He's gone. Dead. Truly. And utterly wiped from existence at this point. But not before he took something with him. Well, what did he take? Eris is looking very concerned. I'm going to start welting a little bit. Jester doesn't remember a lot. Strahd had embedded himself in an image of himself in Jester's mind for a very long time. And he cut it out. And that erased Strahd from his mind, but along with a few other things, including myself and the rest of you. You can see the two ladies are sitting there in shock, and even though Bars doesn't turn around, you can see that his knuckles are white as he's gripping their reins so hard. No. No, he... he no. Chalet just looks lost. These... This... feeling that I have is... very empty. But... Jester is the same Jester. He's still rash, distasteful in his design, very eccentric, overdramatic, but he is the still the lovable and companion to us all. We will remember that as we help Jester. He may not remember us, but we remember him and how he was. I'm gonna think to Jester. Okay. What is the last thing that you remember? Uh... Do you remember details of what we talked about, or do you just not remember us? Do you remember everything? Do you not remember anything? I remember living in some city. Had a poor little hovel type home. Uh, 
I used to perform, I think. I don't, don't remember much. Everything before that is a blur as well. Well, we will help you with this, because we're your friends. My name is Anna. The one that I'm looking at, I'm going to look at Chalet. This is Chalet. This is Eris. And this is Barst. We are your friends. And you will come to know us once again. It will take time, but you'll feel comfortable. And during that time, I will find a way to help you. Okay? That uh, sounds, sounds okay. Good. I know some friends, we both do, that we can talk to. And maybe they'll be able to find something about this. What we're doing right now is, um... Oh, sorry. Yes. You had a question? Uh, not a question. Uh, thank you for genuinely being kind to me. Of course. Like I said, we, in your past words, are besties. Doesn't sound like something I would say, but eh. I know it doesn't, does it? Seemed very odd at the time, but you were very giddy about it. And then you face planted into a bed. That sounds more like me. Exactly. So, I'm gonna spend some time over the next couple days probably relaying as much information as I possibly can. Okay. Um more focused on what we're doing like our general goal mission and such I see okay less of like specific details of every single thing that's happened but um the main goal of what's what what we're doing and where we're going okay he uh Jester nods along he doesn't quite understand the full ramifications but he has a fair idea Okay, so we are undercover, right? Yes. Okay, I can do that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, do you remember what we can do? Uh, uh I, yeah, I suppose. Okay, and do you remember everything that you are good at? Hmm, maybe, might have to, uh. See. Hmm. Okay. Well, for now, it's a lot to take in. Spend some time pretending to read like you do. And we're going to continue travel. That okay. Yeah, I'll I'll be in here rummaging. Mm-hmm. See if there's anything that you might uh spark some memory. Your filing system is atrocious. 
that's part of it. That's 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 one thing that you uh, definitely did say before. Hmm. Well, it's still true. <laughs> and so, you travel down the road, worried about your friend, worried about your mission, and eventually the woods end and you travel for maybe half a day and in the far distance you see sitting on top of a small hill near a river is the town of Loudwater you make your way towards it <sighs> focusing trying to focus on the mission ahead by being drawn ever backwards into Strahd's sins of the past. Now, I don't know if you want to continue or not. <laughs> I mean... That's up to you. I can stop the timer and then take a screenshot of it so that way we can... How much time is left? 44 minutes. There's no fucking way. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is a very good place to cut it, and then next time, I guess we'll be switching time frames, huh? Mm, yeah, we'll just start the timer then... over at one hour again, but yeah. And then I would be going first, and then you would be going second. Yes. Oh, man. This is definitely going to be a change. Y yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you are a monster. <laughs> I mean, you're the monster for having him literally forget everything. That's some dramatic tension. It's got, it's really fucking dramatic. Yeah. It's really dramatic. Oh, man. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to go that route. No. For for uh for the start of our new fucking arc. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, more Strahd. <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping that he was just gone. See, what I was gonna do was have something like this occur in the Shadowfell. But there just wasn't a good enough time to. Uh. Because what I wanted to do with this idea was being in the Shadowfell and having that presence of Strahd's domain be there, mm -hmm. that's what would give him the strength before. I see. But instead I just had it being a more prolonged effect. And that's what started to build the anxiety from the previous town and everything like that. Oh no. Yeah. And then over the course of traveling, sleep would have been harder and harder until finally the event occurred. Um, my plan for it was for you to forget a very specific event, not everything. Which event? Um, I hadn't decided yet. I was going to probably make it about um, the event that happened at... Um, 
uh, the, the event where we kind of, you know, killed Eris. Weird. I was saying that. Okay. I, 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 well, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't decided yet. I just knew I was going to pick up a, a certain event yeah. that you would forget. I thought I had time <laughs> to possibly figure that out. <laughs> And uh, ten seconds into playing, I was like, "Well, that 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 plan's gone." <laughs> but um, no, I like this. It's gonna be interesting, and I think that the role switching or the time switching is also gonna be drift different for both of us. It's gonna make everything alien, which is it really will. It'll make things. This very arc difficult. seems to be about so far. Yeah, leaving the city. New place. Searching a group of magi. You place yeah. new enemies. It's gonna be good, and it's gonna be a lot more character development. Oh. I think. Yes. Rather than just like Strahd. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're in a good spot. Yeah, this is definitely a good spot to cut it for sure. Oh, oh man, I'm so sad. Oh heart-wrenching oh my god we were just having such good fun mm -hmm. oh he doesn't remember any of it nope doesn't even remember who you are mm-hmm sad <laughs> pouting if you can't tell no I was unaware <laughs> I had my fingers up to my face and I was like Meh. <laughs> Jester, no. Well, it's gonna be good. Yes. Gonna have to find a way to get Jester back to his own fucking self while dealing with the fucking Magi. For fuck's sake. Jester, you better have your goddamn skills. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? Mm-hmm. No, you probably will, because I'm not fucking re-leveling. Jesus Christ. No, no, fuck that. You're not re-leveling, and you're not going to be fucking, you know, gimped either. Yeah, fuck that. No. It'll be innate, I think. Yes. At least the way that I'm going to be DMing it. Okay, good. I would say it'd be innate skills. I was debating on whether or not you'd have your proficiencies, but I was like, eh, yeah, I'm going to let him have his proficiencies. Because being proficient in something, you just do it instinctually. Don't you dare mess with my proficiencies. <laughs> <laughs> I need those. You're, you're the one that fucking fucked with your memory, so, you know. You're the one who gave me the option. So whose fault is well, it really here? The, 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 both of us. I, I blame you. I, bl I blame both. <laughs> I think that was a good conclusion to actual Strahd, though. Yes. Definitely was pretty cinematic at the end there. Oh. Can't believe you made me fight an actual fucking vampire. You... Look, it's I mean, I've had you fight him before. You wretch. I've had you fight him when he was like fucking when you were like level, level five. Yeah, he killed level me. Four. I was expecting the same result. It was what very close. Fuck? It was, but this was also a weaker, weaker Strahd. So I was like, it basically was a spawn than it was a than a vampire. He didn't have any of his spells because his powers is gone. He had basic stats. Didn't have anything else going for him other than the charm, which you quickly resisted. You little like, shit. 
he didn't have much else going for him. Good. I'm he glad was he's just fucking trying to drain now. you. Oh yeah, he's he's basically been condemned to the plane of oblivion. Good. Because, yeah, every remnant of him now is gone. His original soul and body destroyed and taken away. And now his memory is also gone. His implanted thought is gone. So it's like it's like a dream vanishing. <laughs> He's gone forever. Thank God. Holy shit. Oh, my yes. God. No more Stroud. Now we can focus on someone else who's going to be even worse. You, I wanted to do that before getting to a new big bad guy, though. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because <clears throat> I've had plans for this since it occurred. <laughs> oh, you are a monster. Yeah, I've been holding on to this one for quite a while. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I mean, if we kill him, this would be really interesting. But I think we should cut it here. I'm getting a little bit of a headache from these ear from these headphones. Yes, Sam. All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you. This has been very emotional. <laughs> I am dead, and now I am also going to go to bed. Yes. Good night, everyone. Good night, and thank you very much for listening. Yes. Until next we'll time. See you again. Goodbye. <laughs>